Francisco, welcome to Career in Ruins. Um, Thank you. Great to have you here. I, I met you for the first time back in 2012 um, when I was part of the team working in Rapa Nui, Easter mm-hmm. Island. Yes, that's um, true. Yeah, <laughs> so it's been nearly, what, eight years, ten years? Eight. Close to ten years, nine years. Nine years, sure. yeah. Oh, but yeah, and we've, so I've been fortunate enough to work with you out there for a while. And then we've had a couple of seasons out on the Cook Islands together. Yes. And we're here. It's my last night here on Rarotonga. Too sad. Yeah, very <laughs> sad. <laughs> um, you've got a few nights left to come, there. Yes, like five more days. Oh, yeah. Lucky so and so. Yeah. And you've got a few days on your own, haven't you? On where, sorry? In on your own. On no, your own. Yes, yeah. Just well, half day, I guess. Oh. No, no mischief. No, no, like one day. One day. Yes. No mischief. <laughs> it would be strange to be here alone and yeah all the memories <laughs> well, welcome welcome to the podcast and it's great to have you here as part of, of what we're doing um, the, the, we start off the podcast by asking participants to tell us that we can hear Jane outside having a chat <laughs> I don't know she gets her own episode and yeah. she wants to be heard in the background of someone else's um, no, we start off the podcast by um, asking participants to give us a bit of a background about how you got into your career mm-hmm. in ruins so if if you'd be happy to give us a bit of background about where you started some of the few different jobs sure. you worked in and where you are now um well, uh, I always loved history and I read a, read a lot of history when I was at school. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point in high school, one of my teachers told me about, about archaeology. I don't even know that we have that career in Chile. Mm-hmm. So I went to some meetings the universities organize and I get interested in, in, in archaeology as well. But I, I wasn't completely sure uh, because I always I also want to study theater, so okay. to be an actor, to mm-hmm. become an actor. And, and oh, you'd have been a great actor. Yeah, could be, but <laughs> I, and when we, we must do a test to get into the university. So I have the results, but I need to do a, a special test to get into acting. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the grades were enough to get into archaeology, so uh, um, I prefer to go into archaeology. Okay. And Fair enough. So and, uh, I studied at University of Chile. Mm-hmm. How long is a university course in Chile? Is it normal? I, uh, I say normal. Normal for me would be three years to do. No, we have to... We have First in Chile, archaeology and anthropology mm-hmm. are on the same level. Uh, so we start we start studying anthropology as a common plan, and then we split into at that time into anthropology and archaeology. Okay. So today is different, but I'm not don't know very how, how it works mm. today. But I think it's still two years together, and then they split. But we have now also. F- uh, bioanthropologist as well okay, yeah. and you can study straight forward so okay um, but at that time it was only anthropology and then two years anthropology and then you choose anthropology social anthropology or or archaeology mm-hmm. and well I choose archaeology uh, what else well uh, the, the 
the curriculum, we, at that time, we don't have any masters or PhD in Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a professional archaeologist, you must study five years. Right. Yes. So, with four years, you had your bachelor's degree, and then you must finish the fifth year to, to be a professional archaeologist. Okay, wow. So, and do your thesis. and mm-hmm. um, So, I did that, but I took me a, it took me a long time to finish my thesis. So, mm-hmm. I finished in 19... I, I began, began to study in 1991 mm-hmm. and finished in 1996, but I, um, soon after I finished 1997, uh, was contract to work in uh, at Rapa Nui at the Rapa Nui Museum. Wow! So I moved there. And Had you been there before? No, no, no. Actually, it was kind of the first time I uh, 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 take a, a flight, an airplane flight. Wow! Yes. So, so your first flight was to this first, your your first job. Yes, exactly. Wow. I, I don't know too much about Rapa Nui, curious enough, but in Chile. Uh, uh, we know we all know about Rapa Nui, but it's like or you imagine you imagine it more like Tahiti, all the those images of the South Seas mm. Island, and so a very distorted image of what uh, Rapa what Nui was. Yes, and I remember when I was a child, um, there was a, a TV series called Anakena, which is one of the the, the, the main beach of yes, of, uh, beautiful of white sand, yeah. this big Moai heads, yeah, palms and everything, yeah, yeah. And it, in, I saw it, but and they, well, they showed the the, 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 the the town there, and so I have those were my first images of Rapa Nui. Okay, um, but I don't know what to expect. And while watching the, the, the cable, I saw some documentaries as well. Mm-hmm. And I saw uh, uh, um, some scenes about Anakena with the blue blue ocean, <laughs> the moai, the palms, and it was... Snorkeling. Yes, yeah, that kind of convinced me after all. <laughs> oh, but wow. I must say that my mom was the most interested in me moving out of my she home. Yeah. She gave yeah, yeah, get out. Go. Yes, go, go, go. <laughs> I'm going to turn your room into a study <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I guess she's planning to rent my, my room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I guess yeah, she was interested on, on me pursuing my, my career and... Uh, at the end of, well, after four years, I wasn't too much convinced about being an archaeologist. Okay. I was a kind of bored, uh, too much science to me in some way, and I like more humanities, really. And, and well, we, we have those, uh, we have, we had several professors that are more, close to North American archaeology, okay. post-processual. Mm-hmm. Post-processual, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, for our first. It's the gin, it's the yes, gin. Yes, sorry. <laughs> well, well you, might, you might excuse my no. pronunciation sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> Blame the gin. Okay. I, I, can't, I can't even say it, so there's nothing to do. Your okay. English is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> um, so everything seems formulas, and so I like the humans behind all those formulas a little bit blur and mm-hmm. uh, I don't like too much that and so 
So I wanted to do something else, something that has more art on it, or maybe always like, I always look like movies. As I said, I want to be an actor at some point. Um, but my mom was, no, well, finish this career first and then <laughs> do something else. So, well, she was very important in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, well, at the end, uh, I guess she wants me to just to push me and Because um, I wasn't sure of going to Easter Island. Mm -hmm. I was interested in, I was working in the northern part of Chile. And I was interested in, on the first uh, pottery on the northern part of okay. Chile, so the, the first stage when we call it archive, uh, the archive period, okay. which is roughly Neolithic. Neolithic, so yes, 8,000? Yes, 9,000, 8,000 years wow. to 2000 BC. And you're looking at the, or you're interested you're in interested the, in the, uh, the, the transition from, yes, into ceramics. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, then I, uh, Easter Island has no ceramics. <laughs> no. So, so did, well, how did the job come up? You saw advertised. Well, um, just it's just be, we were always working uh, when I was when studying. So um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this very clear in, in English, but right. a friend of of mine, we we, we worked together uh, many times and. His brother-in-law was the director of the museum. On Rapanui. On Rapanui, okay. yes. And they they got a position for an archaeologist. And this friend is going to to get that position. But uh, something happens and he went to Valparaíso, another city in Chile. Mm -hmm. uh, so everything seems to dilute. And then he... Uh, someday he called me and said, well, there's a position in Rapanui, do you want it? Uh, if you want it, you must go to the main office in Santiago, because uh, in Chile we have this bureau, now in, now it's a ministry, but at that time it was a bureau of heritage, or, I yeah. mean, libraries, museums and archives. Okay. So we are a public, I work in a public museum on Easter Island. Mm -hmm. So I just go to this meeting, there's no nobody else it was something very close so if they like me if I like them and they would hire me and I I'm there <laughs> so yeah it was a huge change and I like it because um, uh, it's not just archaeology but was more about doing things teaching doing exhibitions mm -hmm. so more my, my my understanding far more complete than just doing research. Mm -hmm. A bit more interpretation, yeah, interpretation and outreach. Yes, yeah. exactly. That, mm -hmm. that kind of things I'm interested in. And before I, before I moved, I, I was working as a, uh, as the chief in, in a Boy Scout movement. So okay. I was a Boy Scout mm -hmm. since childhood and I was hired as a as chief, I don't know. Uh, scout leader. I yeah, guess. scout yeah. leader. Yes, yeah. yes. We call them chiefs. But yeah, yeah the scout I was a scout leader as well. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, and I, I was hired by some, some the 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 ones that began the the, the group in this uh, different school mm -hmm. than the than mine than the where I was uh, raised and. Um, 
two years before I moved to Rapa Nui, they decided I must be the 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 chief leader, scout. The, the chief scout. Oh yes. wow! I don't want it, and but well, that happens very often in my life. As I will tell you, but yeah, then so I was in charge of the whole group and. So it's like, oh, I've, I've been committed for three <laughs> years with oh, only two. Well, I guess I was looking at some excuses to uh, maybe not go there. <laughs> was a, well, at that time, it would be a great change in my life. I mean, mm. leaving all my family, friends, everything, to go into this place, which is not well known on, on, at that moment on, on mainland Chile. And for, for those of you, those people listening that don't know how far away Rapa Nui is from Santiago, say Well, I don't even know how far it is. It's I'm just, five just hour flight? Five hours flight, mm-hmm. so, well, 3,800 kilometers. Wow. So, I, I, I must say, I, I imagine the island being very small. Mm. I, I knew it was a, a small island, but I just have this fixation of, all the people grabbing, um, embracing, embracing together, not yeah. to fall in onto the sea. That's the image I had. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, I guess, the majority of our listeners at the moment are from Britain, mm-hmm. and so Rapa Nui is smaller than the Isle of Wight. So the Isle of Wight is this tiny little island that's off the mm-hmm. south coast of Britain. Yeah. It's about fifteen kilometers across, is it? Um, it's a triangle. First mm-hmm. of all, is and it has 16 by 17 and 24 kilometers. Oh, wow. So it's in, in total is uh, 169 uh, square kilometers. Wow. So it's not that big. So no. you can walk around it in a day. Yes, mm. actually, yes. I have a friend that actually did it. Oh, wow. Walking. In the sunlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Early in the morning and then. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what was your getting off that plane on your when you first arrived for you on your first day? Well, very very strange actually. And uh, when I was just about to board the airplane, I actually was seated on the airplane, and they called us to go out because there's some troubles in the airplane. So I guess my whole family say goodbye to another airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and I wait there for two or two, one or two hours, and well, finally I flew to Rapa Nui, but the flights arrived uh, late at night, mm-hmm. so I wasn't able to see anything. So you arrived in the dark. Yes. yes, and a couple of weeks before I traveled there, there were some problems with the the energy on the island, which is produced by generators. Mm-hmm. So. There was no light at the <laughs> at the airport, so they called the population to go with the cars and turn on the lights. <laughs> Not my flight, but uh, fly, <laughs> like uh, two weeks before. Okay. And that means like four flights before me because it, there's only two flights a week uh, right. at that time. So, <laughs> so it was like oh, very scary. <laughs> but well, everything goes fine. I just landed, and there's no who you call what you. Put all the luggage and uh, sort of um, carousel, yeah, luggage carousel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing, and they just drop the box, the the, the luggage in in front of me in a place, and you must fight for your yeah, two. Right. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. One, yeah. yes. that's mine. That's mine. Please, can you give me that one? So, um, and I was told that uh, 
a, a man called Pelayo will be will pick up here at the airport. Uh, I got just a general description, and um, and I well he he wear he has a long hair, white hair, and everyone. No, no, no. Actually, not everyone. But there was another guy with <laughs> quite the same description, and Give so a big hug. Yeah, yeah. No, I asked first, but it's like, "Are you Pelayo?" And it's like, "Wow, the guy felt so offended." <laughs> <laughs> and you still don't talk today? <laughs> no, no. Twenty <yeah. laughs> years. Twenty years after, I don't. <laughs> well, I was actually one of the last persons on leaving the, the the arrival room and oh, okay so and well after asking then Pelayo came in <laughs> and said ah. and as well as you can imagine the, the, there's not too many public lights on the on mm-hmm. the city as well and I guess just the year before the, we have electricity the, the island had electricity the whole day before that was only in the, at the night oh right yeah so and so the island was Beginning to develop far more when uh, I can imagine in mid nineties when yeah. there's uh, no no electricity the whole day so it was wow. very complicated. Actually, before going to Easter Island, uh, my the, the director of the museum called me and but through an operator. So I received an call and say. Uh, Mr. Francisco Torres, yes, Tom Hanks, someone else, yes. Well, because I remember when I came out in 2012, reading the um, the book, uh, a guide, mm-hmm. um, saying um, people will still ride their horses to the local nightclub. I was like, that's not a thing. This is so outdated. Sure enough, yes. they were still doing that. So yeah, yeah. I, but I guess even now you got full. Of, it's it's very different. It must be hugely different. So. Yes, enormously different. Mm-hmm. And well, as you said, people use far more horses than cars at that time. Mm-hmm. It was possible to park your car if you. Now you're very difficult. Yeah, that is like any big city now. And uh, for example, there's only. Three taxi cabs, I guess, at oh, that right. time, yes. But there's only one, for those that are listening don't know, there's only one town on the entire yes, island. Yes, only one town on the town mm. island, yes. Because um, people were, were in, clo- in close in, the, uh, in, in historic times, were in close. And mm-hmm. when the missionaries arrived and a little after that, the people get close to the to the missionaries. And then after that, the, the chip ranch company that runs the island... Um, and close to people mm. in there, so there's only one town, not mm. too big. Uh, well, good town, yeah, everything you need. Yeah, well, um, yes, sort of. Uh, at that time, <laughs> uh, we don't have internet when I arrived, um, so every time you flew back to Chile, to mainland Chile, you get all the you need and back so yeah. it was very common I even today I guess probably you saw it but families travel with I don't know 200 kilograms <laughs> more than that yeah trying to you occupy all the bring everything you know, back they need yes yeah I don't do it anymore because we, we have anything mm. we need now but, but yeah it's like oh I need to go to the supermarket just before Make the flight shopping list yeah exactly yes the monthly shopping list yeah. <laughs> 
or your family send you ah, well, I need fruits or vegetables and you send me other so it's like Christmas oh, every once good. a year once a month and big boxes too, yeah they? yeah yeah you go and uh, that time we have some friends that wait for the airplane to land at mm -hmm. night and around 1am they go to the shops because they were and buy fruits, get, buy boxes, really and yes, yes. Good idea, good yeah. idea. So, so you landed in Rapa Nui in 1997, Seven, and, and you were an archaeologist working at the museum? Yes. And then, yeah. So what, what, what was your role then? What, what did you have to do? Well, um, my, my role, now my role is, I'm the curator at the museum. Okay. But at that time, was a more general role. I, I was the, the curator as well, uh, but the collection needed to be care. Um, the, the museum is composed of several buildings, mm -hmm. not connected. So, because it was built in several different stages, different fundings, okay. and every new funding is a new building. Mm -hmm. So, we were reorganizing at that time the spaces. Um, okay. So, my first my first role was to design an inventory system because the the collections were just moved uh, to the new storeroom. Um, just begin to organize, buying boxes, made some projects to for funding, and so the first thing we do was to apply for a uh, for funding for um to uh, to to build the to habilitate habilita is fine or to to make ready the, the space for a lab okay yeah yeah so, yeah yeah prepare yes space. yes yeah, yeah. yeah. so be because we have the, the 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 room but we don't have any furniture any okay. nothing okay. so uh, i made that, that project wow. and we bought some boxes and begin to pack our collection is mostly uh, stones Okay. And some big statues as well, not as big as the one, as the biggest as the, the uh, as the one at the platform, but big enough not to be carried by one person. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. So we we'll just try to organize that and helping in some other, um, you know, uh, everyday activities like attending people and. Well, we have an old lady. At that time, we were only six people working there, mm -hmm. the director and five more. So we have an old lady that actually arrived on the island in the 1960s as a teacher. And she retired and, and was transferred to the museum at the same time. So she worked at the museum and, and doing the accountability. Okay. Uh, so she doesn't know how to use a computer. The <laughs> first computer arrived a little, little, a little time before I I arrived. Okay. But nobody knows how so to you use it. So I, like, yes, my computer. Way, yeah, this is my. <laughs> uh, but this lady does the accountability and do it. Uh, she was a te um, math teacher, mm -hmm. so do everything by hand. And so every month we need to do the accountability, how many people came in, how, many, okay. how much money, and, and, and he said, okay, sit next to me. 
and she began to some using the his, her mind and and I must go with the <laughs> just to check with the fine. calculator. Yeah, with yeah. the calculator. So <laughs> it's been. Yeah, I but bet that was a fun day. Yeah, but you look forward to that every yeah. month. <laughs> yeah, and well, at, at some point, it was the the acting director, not the proper director, because mm-hmm. he was traveling, and so I must sign all the paper <laughs> and I must sign some of the the invoices for each day. So okay. it's like in three in three copies. So it's like, well, prehistory and. And well, this lady know, knew almost everyone there, and she called to the bank and said, "Well, we need more uh, ribbons for the the the, the, the printer, the, 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 not the machine, the oh, typewriter, typewriter. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. she worked with the typewriter. Everything is done in a typewriter. <laughs> Amazing. Computer. No, 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 no. Typewriter. Type. Oh, typewriter. Typewriter. We ran out of ink. <laughs> yeah. So it was a huge change. I mean all this to give you an impression of what the change was in, at the end of the 90s to move a play, to a place where you you don't use internet the phones is not uh, you cannot call to mail and mm-hmm. trade away and it is, so a typewriter uh, so everything was slow yeah that's a different rhythm of no life no GIS mapping or anything like no that. no nothing like physical that physical no, maps only no 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 like it's not well yes there's some works done on mapping on the island but yeah nothing high tech at the it's moment just drawn yes mm-hmm. so yes those were my first jobs there and and as I said the the director at the time uh, earns a fellowship uh, as soon as I get there I mean, I guess he had it before, but uh, we just stayed together one month. And right. He, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and he said, okay, you, you'll be the, the director <laughs> acting now. Acting director. The acting director. Amazing. So, so, See you in a few months. Yeah, so it's like I've, I've been there with a new responsibility. Wow. Don't, don't know how much to do it. And working for the for the government is different. Uh, I mean, you... You can only do what the law said you can do. So it was very hot, like here at that time, like in, in guidelines in yeah. so on summer. And I bought, I remember, I still remember because one of one of my face, first troubles for something very stupid. I bought a fan for the lab. Right. And I said, you cannot buy a fan <laughs> because it has a, a motor. Yeah. So I need to ask permit to buy a fan. I cannot spend the money even if I have the oh money, which goodness. wasn't too much. Oh, so no. it was the uh, uh, tough way to what live. What do you mean you bought a fan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will sweat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> all those menaces. That like, oh, Did you have to give it back? No, no, I just bought it and they solved it in some way. I'm not sure what they did, but yes, it's a... Uh, uh, slow day in the office yes. back in Chile. Yes. <laughs> this guy's bought a fan. <laughs> what do you mean he's bought a fan? <laughs> yeah. Get him on the phone now. <laughs> It'll take five minutes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I'll be in the news for five hours. <laughs> I misusing the money of oh, the taxpayer how money. dare you want yeah. to be comfortable in the job that yeah. you're doing to improve your output <laughs> <laughs> well but we got the money for the lab and the the, 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 the beginning the begin the the, the the work with the collections which was good and yeah those were my first impressions on the island and 
also there's a family I, the the museum has a house so I, I live inside the museum my, the museum was just 50 meters away from my from my house mm -hmm. which was good at but also bad also bad <laughs> yes because uh, uh, we open on weekends but only half day so sometimes the tour operators just go and knock my door and say, please <laughs> open the museum <laughs> we don't open today no, so no. I learned I must go out oh, every okay. weekend I cannot okay. say in my home or day Pancho, Pancho, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was difficult yeah they say well, but we are in Rapanui it's like yeah but <laughs> My yeah. I have a life as well. I've been working loads. <laughs> I don't even have a fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's part of the good things of the island uh, as well. It's just you know everyone. Mm. At that time, the population was 3,800 people. Tiny. Yes. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you, uh, sometimes you, well, uh, um, and, the local people are immediately knows you are not from the island mm -hmm. and say, well, you are an outsider. I mean, not because you, you uh, I don't look like a Polynesian, but I don't, but it's just because they are familiar with all the Everyone. people living yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. I say, well, and the first question always is, was, uh, how long are you going to stay? No, I'm working at the museum. Ah, the museum, ah, you must do that. Oh, <laughs> so, that's the second lesson, uh, well, it's like to, like being a doctor. Every time you, I said I work in archaeology or the museum or heritage in general, they say, oh, I know a site. You must go do that. And, <laughs> Can you know, take a look at this? <laughs> yes. Like with the, in a barbecue with the, with the chicken in your mouth. Thank you. Get in the car. Get in the car. Put the chicken down. Well, that's it. But then the people was were were nice because sometimes the people ah you are still all the the collection disappear at the museum. That's the worst part. Yes, there's a some sort of like history at the museum of losing some objects, artifacts. Yes, but I well we realized that mostly it's because in the seventies when the museum was created, the director at that time called the community to bring things and to donate crafts and uh, artifacts and everything and uh, they were never properly invented or okay. put into the, an exhibition because mm -hmm. the, the exhibition room was small mm -hmm. so many people say oh my father donates something uh, a turkey and I never saw it and oh, so, okay. so it's still in the art it's still in the yes, art back yes. rooms but it was yeah. never shown so one thing we we did is to begin to open the storeroom for the community as well so okay. on the heritage day we did two uh, guide with two guides on the uh, guided tours in the, the storeroom so yeah. we explained what we were doing with the collection why we don't have everything on display mm -hmm and show them some nice artifacts we, wow. we have on the on the store at the storeroom so that that helps a lot on, on people being more confident about the museum mm. uh, so that's why we have some people that brought their own collections to the museum just to be keep it there and guarded mm. so yeah that's uh, that's interesting but finally we we I think we, we now we have the people 
have a trust us and as a place for heritage collections and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and also we must compete with the with the the island itself, which is an open air museum. Yeah, of people mostly go there to see the the statues and the platforms, which are huge and very impressive. And yeah, safe. and visually yes, stimulating. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to go to a boring museum. Yeah, yeah. Only a really small museum, and you can read it in one hour, I guess. But still, yes. No, I've been fortunate enough to have a look in. You take me around the stores, and there's some incredible stuff in there. So yeah, an amazing place to work. So what would you say now? So we're 97. You're 22 years. Yes. Islander, is that the thing to say? What's your day-to-day job now then? Well, it's been changing because since uh, since 2014, I'm not the director anymore. But we, uh, we need to do the transition with the new director. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still do a lot of uh, administrative work mm-hmm. there, and uh, because I have the passwords as well for the. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just. Through the years, the uh, the um, in Chile, the public administration became more and more complex with internet platforms to do the accountability and all mm-hmm. those sort of things. Mm-hmm. We we all we we can buy only through a plat- web platform uh, of the okay, government. Okay. So it's not like oh, I want that. Like, no, yeah. I must go to, to the buy platform. A whiteboard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> kind of yes. So. I knew all those things, so it's not easy to, mm-hmm. to change. So, people in charge of the administrative work uh, has a lot of, yeah, administrative work. <laughs> but it's so it's not just accountability; it's also uh, human resources. resources. Yeah, okay. um, the, the, so it's a secretary, and it's only one person. So okay. we, we you spread it out. Yeah, That's good. So you got that, and then you're still organizing exhibitions. Yes, yes, we. Uh, Apply for funding with the, but now we are a ministry of ministry of culture, part of the new ministry of culture. Mm-hmm. So there's been some problems on the implementation. Mm-hmm. So some platforms doesn't work. <laughs> some funding that we are not sure if we are going to have it again. So mm-hmm. we are in a process of adapting to this new okay. structure. We I used to have two bosses above me, and now we have like. Four and oh, so wow. and, and so it's yeah we are adapting to that. A few more hoops to jump yes. through, yeah, mm. yeah. So mm. and yeah, and, and now we well especially last year because the Ministry of Land uh, support the idea of uh, repatriate the Moai Hakananaia from the British Museum. Okay, there's a lot of offerings of repatriation and mm-hmm. the or ministries, it's uh, it, well, it's kind of competing with the Ministry of Land on recovering things. So these politicians are always like that. So it's like a lot of pressure on getting the museum running, and we are planning to have a new museum to build a new museum. Wow! So which is good, but under all this pressure, I think sometimes when you are in. Uh, Going too fast, you miss some yeah. very important details, and mm-hmm. we don't want that because um, probably the next 
administration will be well okay let me see it's not important <laughs> things change and yeah. if we don't do it properly we'll be then we'll be facing the all the problems that's in the it, future. yeah so you want to future proof but future proof well yeah go about it the right way that's good yes so um that, that's amazing thank you for just giving yeah. us a quick overview on yeah i mean i, uh, I imagine there's loads <laughs> more in there as well but yeah no sure but um i, I wonder if you'd so the next question that we ask our participants is a bit of work that they've done that they're particularly proud of. So something they've delivered. It doesn't. It can be anything from a paper to um, an initiative or an excavation. Anything that you've you've been involved with that you you look back on and you think I'm really pleased with that. I'm, I think I, that was the best I could have done or the delivery mm. makes me very proud. Uh, well. Um I don't think too much about those things, but 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 there are two uh, two well, two things that I'm really proud of, or I feel very happy to have mm -hmm. known. And but the the first one is the uh, all the education I've been doing on the island with the local children, and okay. uh, so running those programs helps to some of them to study. You know, archaeology, conservation. So um, these are school children. The school children, the, yes. Then they're na native to the island. Yes, yeah, yes, Rapa Nui. yes. Not all of them are Rapa Nui, but I mean, they they are they open for the, the uh, yeah. yes. And I made a good friend there in, back in two thousand two, uh, Brett Shepardson from. Mm -hmm. He came with the with students from University of Hawaii, and we first. Uh, took the students to work with them, okay. and he took he took this project as as their own as his own and as well and make it grow and so he's coming and after that we uh, just a few years ago we ran a new program for small children and mm -hmm. as well the, this other one is for high school students so wow. the idea is to take them and do something that has some impact on heritage. Okay, so record, impact the recording or...? Recording, yes, and I remember in 2000... But it's not just not just the experience or have them learning those skills, but mm -hmm. also to share, to talk about these issues, to think about, mm -hmm. about that and about heritage. Uh, we want to... We uh, What I expect is that they can uh, think about heritage and, um, and and have a more informed discussion later when they're adults and so because they need to take some decisions in the future sometimes it would be tough to take some decisions yeah. like okay we are clearing this side mm -hmm. because the population is growing uh, there are some pressures on land and obviously over heritage so we we need to prepare people to think yeah. about heritage not just not just oh, okay we are yeah. taking a profit from having profit from it and which happens on the island mm -hmm. so yeah i think i'm proud i think the the, the students that go through all these uh, workshops and and, and, and uh, programs we had uh, they they are more oh, more aware of heritage and I guess problems. So that first project you did with Edward Shefferton, um, mm -hmm. those children must be relatively grown up now. Have you 
Yeah. You've been doing it for a while. Have, have any of them gone on to become archaeologists? Or? Yes, there's one that actually is, is working on the on STP, which is the Secretary of Heritage mm -hmm. on the island, um, an institution attached to the National Council of Monuments. Okay, wow. So they are in charge of overseas the, all the, all the to, to look up after the permits for excavation, if something goes wrong, go up there, check it. So, so little bit like English heritage. On that. Yes, yes. And there's another girl that, well, a mom now, but woman, is, yeah. yeah, woman, wrong woman. Girl at the time. <laughs> yes. They all, always, I always seen them like Chinese. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no. Of course. <laughs> no, no, not at all. They are. Yeah, but she studied conservation and she but she moved back to to mainland Chile now. Okay. But she's teaching and so yes, we have some impact on that. That's brilliant. That's amazing. And with the small children we're doing something similar but far much more focus on uh, focus on on teaching them some more about the the island, the history, mm -hmm. traditions, things like that. Mm -hmm. So that sounds so positive. Yes, yes, it's been positive, and it's been positive for positive for us. This mm -hmm. interaction with the children also uh, creates links with the families as well. So it's not just the kids; it's, just, it's mm. the whole community which gets involved. And uh, people were very positive about that. And, That's great. And so. We we stopped because it was growing too fast, and we are not too many. And we do it with uh, uh, was um, uh, we do it with uh, the STP as well. So uh, it took us too much time to do it. But yeah. So you need a bit more, a bit more resource. I, I guess with everywhere we've had a few people we've talked to, and it always comes up resource and time mm -hmm. and finances. Yes. is key to. We supporting do and even I mean, the work we've been doing here in the Cook Islands. Yes, the heritage massively yes. overlooked, and the ladies at the museum work bloody hard, but mm -hmm. on a shoestring with minimal support or input. So, exactly. um, there's a lot to be said about. For, yes. Yeah, using. classes. I just think on teachers mm. preparing their classes, and so we do it every Friday, and it's like wow. That's so, amazing, though, dude. That's I mean, and it's clearly had such a positive impact. Yes, so, good choice yeah. on there. Something yes. to be proud of. Um, yeah, really proud of that. And the other thing that makes me proud is that, uh, well, it's just the Wapanui people uh, thank me for what I did, which is quite rare, I must say. Of because I'm from mainland Chile and I work for the government, which sometimes creates some problems, some frictions, some frictions yeah. yes. Mm. So, well, obviously not the whole community. It's not like I'm oh, in cheering on the streets. It's not like that. But it, lots of people say me thank you. And when I was uh, leaving my position as the director, they say, oh, don't go. No. Don't go. Oh, that's no. That's, no, some, I mean, some things a, like really touch me. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just it reinforces why you mm. do it, doesn't it? It makes yeah. you know you, you you're making the right decisions and makes you feel valued as well. Which said, yeah, yeah, and well, even what you were just saying about the work we're doing with the kids. Mm -hmm. I'm from the outsider's point of view, you can't 
can't fault that. So I'm sure everyone on the island really appreciates that. Mm. So that's awesome, dude. Totally. So and knowing all the stuff you do, that's totally well founded. <laughs> Thank um, you. So the next question on that we we ask our participants is look, looks at a piece of what you're you've seen that you've not been involved with that you just you've been particularly interested in or jealous of that you would have liked to have been involved in um, that all it's just caught your attention and your imagination. Mm. Well, I must say that I would like to be more involved with uh, with archaeologists coming to the island, mm-hmm. spend more time. I, I'm always in contact with them. I'm mm-hmm. always in contact with them. You, you know that. But mm-hmm. uh, but they don't have enough time to go and participate or be more active on there. That makes me uh, feel jealous. And of course, it will be great to be outside the, the office for uh, some time. But yeah. So it's always, always difficult. I'm trying to help all every team that visit the island to improve research and in we need more research on the island, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's difficult for the teams to get the permits uh, because Rapa Nui people sometimes is very suspicious about the intentions, and they want to have control, which is naturally mm. understandable. And um, so, I will will enjoy more time out of the office Is working there, on archaeology. Uh, has there been any one project in the last 20 years or a discovery when someone's worked at a particular site that you thought oh, that's a game changer or uh, whether it's a reconstruction or an excavation that's identified something or a survey that's helped to improve understanding? Is there one that's really made you think? Well, n- not findings properly, mm-hmm. I think. It's just more about the interpretations people made of the of, of the archaeological record that have been producing some change, which is fine because I guess we were saying the same thing for 50 years and mm-hmm. the first res- the archaeological research has been done on the island. Mm. So, um, well, actually, I, I love technology. Mm-hmm. So... What you do with the drones and mapping, those things, I really like it. And uh, I did my thesis on that. I, and I would love to have more time to keep doing that. So and you've had people doing laser scanning? Uh, yes, uh, I first saw laser scanning on the island. Mm-hmm. It was a team from, I don't know, don't remember which university or which, I guess they were private. And they were doing some laser scanning. And was like, wow, oh, we need to do this. And, Yes, but this uh, after years and years of people going there, and now we have a lot of people interested in going to the museum and do some, yeah, you it's know, tricky. Through, yes, taking pictures and doing three D models of the collection. So we yeah. see like three, four teams already saying, "Oh, I'm, I can do some three D modeling for you." <laughs> okay, come, but it's like, uh, <laughs> please, <laughs> yeah, you can try. So, um, yes, I will love to be more involved in things like that mm-hmm. uh, I also with the years I guess I'm far more close to heritage management and archaeology yeah. itself and research it's way more um, interesting heritage yes. management <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> well I'm not so I must say that well uh, the academy is not mm, my field actually um, 
sometimes it's very yeah I'm, I'm totally with you brother <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah heritage management is way more practical you get yes. great output so you can see your your influence and your positive at least your positive influence as well as yeah. your negatives I guess but um, yeah. you can make an active change and yeah I totally get that that's good yeah. I, I would like to do more of that now we, I, I used to do more because there's no STP before mm -hmm. so since five years ago with the arrival of STP get it go better for permits and management mm -hmm. of the heritage as well but but uh, it means I've been kind of moving to other things and I, I don't like that much, too much mm. so well I don't cannot recall of any specific research that I say oh I would love to be there but definitely I, I will enjoy much more time with you on the field with mm -hmm. all your, your team in the field and than I had so mm. so yeah there's well, I mean, you've mastered photogrammetry in these last two weeks anyway, yes. so uh, you're going to take that back and do some SFM. Yeah. And, uh, yes, definitely. The problem is there's, well, I can do some 3D modeling of the objects, but I'm, I'm not going to the sites any, mm, anymore, tricky, uh, yeah. less often than before even. So, mm. because now they also they, 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 there's some change in the administration of the park. Um, we used to help CONAF, which was the entity in charge of national parks, mm -hmm. uh, doing some uh, restorations and preservation works a lot before. Uh, but now CONAF um, give the administration of the park to, to the local community, Nui community. So, and they, they are receiving a lot of money of the entry fee so okay so they they, they are doing their own job so it's um, harder to get out yes there, like. it's, uh, yes we they, they 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 feel empowered which is fine but at the same time they they work kind of alone and mm, so we need to build uh their the relationship i guess and we are all, always open to help but mm. you cannot just tell yeah come course. to help you yeah yeah it's a shame, so, but yeah. okay, technology. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So our final question on the podcast, drawing to this an end the now. Secret question. The secret question. Um, Derek and I have made a working time machine, and anyone that takes part <laughs> in the podcast, why are you laughing? <laughs> um, anyone that takes part gets a free return journey on the time machine. Okay. Um, so you, a few rules: you're invisible. You can't interact with people. Uh, unless there's a specific um, purpose for it, um, and you can't die, so whatever you, whatever happens, you you can. We've had someone sit through a volcanic eruption, or and some people live through thousands of years over a very short period. So <laughs> you won't get old. You'll just come back to where you left off. So um, where would you like to go, and what would you like to see? Hmm. Well, it's a hard question because. Uh you just can go to the past, not to the future. Well, I mean, if you've got a good example, why why would you want to go to the future? You, uh, can't, join, you can't join Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No. <laughs> I understand the idea is to... to see John what, Luke. John yeah. Luke. <laughs> um, well, definitely, if, if must... Uh, if I want 
if I must take a decision related with where I live in now, I'll travel back in time and see how they move the statues. Okay, the Mar- the Moai. The, the Moai, I need to call yes. them Marai, I'm too young. Yes, <laughs> yes, confusing, yes. No, Moai. Moai. Moai, yeah. the statues. Definitely, uh, I'm thinking on my position now, thinking as mm-hmm. an archaeologist on mm-hmm. Easter Island. So they then, what, they're about 8 to 15 metres tall? Uh, well, the average size is 4 and 4 metres, 60 centimetres, okay. something like that. Okay. But yes, we have a the biggest one measure uh, ever moved measure like 11 meters okay, close to 11 okay. meters so they're, they're big they're big tons yes. of yes. volcanic tuff yes mm-hmm. exactly. yes i will well not just see how they move the the statues it's not that topic that actually i'm really interested but it's kind of okay everybody Every, trying to solve that so it would be great to know where they am i right in thinking there's two main theories one that they were rolled mm-hmm. and one that they were walked Yes, yes. yes Terry roughly. Hunt? No, yes, well... Not Terry Hunt, Carl Lippo. Well, both. Okay. Carl, Carl and Terry worked together on that idea, but mm-hmm. the, the, the idea or the inspiration came from, from a Rapa Nui archaeologist, mm-hmm. uh, Sergio Rapu. Okay. So, oh, doing some talks they had together, they went out to, to the field and... And so they, they get the idea mostly from from Sergio and they just polished and took all the information and put the science behind that. I mean, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and the funding from National Geographic, obviously, to do the yeah. documentary. Okay, because the, there's the a great practice. video on YouTube, I think, yes, of them walking. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very impressive, actually. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. But then, adequate, alternatively, there's an... <laughs> I don't know if it's on YouTube, but there's an amazing video of Thor Heyerdahl. Well, yes, the first one to, I think, to try and uh, um, a, a working system uh, was Pavel Pavel, a Czech engineer that uh, sold the idea to Heyerdahl. Okay. So when Heyerdahl came in 1986, 65, 66, he came with, with him and they tried the did the experiment with one Moai, which is standing now next to Tongariki, one of the biggest platforms yeah. in Wapen. And the they did platform. rollers as well, didn't they? No, 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 they just What's moved the roller, it. One, the, the roller ones was, well, they have several ones. We, the Charles Love tried with rollers. Okay. There's a, I'm sure I've seen a black and white video and there's the ladies dressed in their Sunday best and the, well, the rollers going. Oh, yes. It's just here that tried first. Uh, we in in Anakena with uh, there's a small platform with just one moai there mm-hmm. called Aturi Huke mm-hmm. and they apply all those te- the ancient techniques mm-hmm. taught by the Rapanui people. So they they use rollers, but obviously rollers doesn't work too much on the sand. Mm-hmm. So they drag it mostly and okay. and then they rise the statue, they that's the first restoration or one of the ah, first restorations yeah. using the ancient technique of piling rocks in front yeah. of the statue and do some lift it up a bit put yeah. more stones in yeah. Yeah, because that's because there's other people I mean even at Stonehenge people have looked at that, mm. getting the stones either from uh Wiltshire or from uh uh, all the way from Wales. Mm. There's a chat more recently at UCL Barney that's been looking at moving stones as mm. well. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think is the best option? Um, 
Well, I think uh, I like hands and lipo. And walking. Rapu, Rapu yes. Yeah. Rapu, yes. Um, but the oral traditions always say that they might walk to the platform using mana, which is uh, some sort of power. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously there's some, you must think about the technology involved and resources involved when move transporting the statue. So, well, if they use rollers, they you must you need trees or enough wood to to do the rollers. And, and a big clear space. Yes, mm. and a big clear space. So I think problems were that most people, well, all the the experiments were in con- very favorable conditions. Favorable, favorable, favorable conditions. Yes, yeah. conditions. So, yeah, and they just um, they 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 never tried to move the statues from the quarry to to very far in the, yeah, the other end of, of the island. So, and going up and down and yeah, because gravity is going to have a big difference on yes, both techniques. Yes, yeah, yes. But the Hans and Lippo um, theory seems to work very fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always Always, I always think uh, about how they move it once they they are at this that they when they get into the, the side because they must, if it's walking it must walk up to the platform yeah. in some way which is well, tricky yeah. and then turn, turn to look inside quick spin yes or maybe walk backside like Michael Jackson <laughs> I don't know the moonwalk yeah the yeah. moonwalk up oh, there. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> and but we have the same troubles with the other other uh, theories uh, Joan Van Tilburg try as well uh, with using uh, sort of sledge and rollers mm. and there's a PBS video as well okay. a documentary about that Mm-hmm. Um, so and they try they try with the same stuff no they create a, a, a model they made a custom so it's the same the same problem and when thinking on handsome theory the uh, lipo theory um, I cannot stop thinking about how much raw materials you need to make ropes strong ropes yeah long ropes true. yeah so it's well, it seems, you know, not important, but when you have to face the problem of doing ropes with the resources available on the island, you think, well, where they get the ropes? Yeah. So it's good point. Just, I never yeah. even thought of that. No, it is, you know, well, you can use palm trees, You, as people say, and that's why they, uh, the, the, the island was depleted of forest. But to make rope, they use very small shrubs and not... not not the palm trees. Yes, mm. not palm trees. Well, maybe, but the palm is not the coconut palm we we associate with the with the tropical areas. It's, it's a, a huge palm, um, close related with the Chilean wine palm, and so it's different. It doesn't mm. have the, the coconuts or all the fibers used for mm. for it's different different kind of palm. So. Good um, use of the time time machine, man. Yes, you're gonna go yeah. back, you're gonna answer That's questions. Well, and obviously to to take go around and uh, see how people live because we are we were so focused on the statues and structure. Or, yes, I mean platforms. Course, yeah. The rest of the 
the, the, the structures like houses and things like that, we are not sure what they, the purpose were. And yeah. We always think, and it's, they are described as the village, but then people think, oh, in, only, in, on each house lives the, 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 the aristocracy. And so you, you immediately have this image of a family living there, and that's not the case. Mm. Probably the ritual has, houses and they, they serve other purposes instead mm -hmm. of for living. Yeah. So we still have has a lot a lot to understand. And the houses, yeah. I mean, the houses are pretty unique to Rapa yes. Nui, is there? Because they're shaped like factors. Both, both, yes. Yes, like and you turn down the pool and... Yeah, upside down boats upside down on there. Yeah, so a hole. And so you've got um, basalt um, curves, yes. curves with holes for mm -hmm. sticks to go into. I mean... That, that I think they're my favourite monument on the island. But yeah, as you say, everyone's so focused on the statues, the Ahu, the monumentation, it's easily yes. overlooked. There is a German team that is digging now a uh, huge site in very high in the mountain. And they have water channels, which is very unusual. Mm -hmm. We don't have we don't have those uh, taro plantation areas. Mm -hmm. Because so we, we don't have, here. yes, it's yeah. to hide the island, so we don't have the those uh, irrigation, irrigation yeah, or yeah. marsh, marshes, yeah, yeah, yeah marshes, west, west yeah. areas, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we need to learn a lot of about that the stuff that's overlooked. Yes. Okay. And later I'll show you my favorite theory. Uh, uh, it's from a Japanese actually. Okay. How they move the moai? Actually, you don't need anybody. Just some. Trees and the move, the moai will move along. <laughs> not aliens, then. No, no aliens. No, no, I, that's not my favorite theory. I'm against aliens. Francisco, wow. thank you so much You're for welcome. joining us on Korean Ruins. Um, I'm sure this will be the most popular one we've had so far. <laughs> um, enjoy the rest of your time here in the Cook Islands. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I can't be here, and uh, yeah. I hope to see I you. I do it on your behalf. <laughs> I'm sure it's been such a chore. Not it. <laughs> 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 um, hopefully see you in a year's time if not before mate yeah no no sure well I'm I'm going to visit I guess again yeah Christmas because, yeah we'll see you at Christmas <laughs> cheers mate thank you Thank you for listening to the Career and Ruins podcast. Please make sure that you subscribe to our downloads on whatever whatever system you receive your podcast from. Make sure you comment. Do send us any questions or thoughts you have on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. And uh, we'll, we'll look to try and to reply to as many questions as we can, hopefully in the podcast as well. And sound production on this episode has been done by Guy from BucketofSound.com.